Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am going to get you guys ready for the latest, most important day of the Lakers season. Uh, Later this evening, you guys are going to be sitting in front of your TVs. Some of you might be at the arena, whatever the case might be. And the Lakers are going to be playing with their actual seasons on the line. And I think we've had some somewhat enlightening developments uh, to come out of the Lakers, whether it's via quotes, whether it's via reports, whether it's via hand signals on the sideline even. Uh, The Lakers are getting ready for this next biggest game. And the way that they handle this is going to define, I think, the season. So we got to get to a whole bunch of that here in a second. We are in uh, game number two now in which heading into it, all eyes are still focused squarely on Anthony Davis's groin. Yeah, I'm sticking with the phrasing. I'm getting a little bit goofy. The Lakers season might be over in a few hours, you guys, and I am going to have my fun while I still can. Uh, But the the latest, as I'm recording this, and it is 8.45, my time out here in Texas, and, and the latest on this is that Anthony Davis and Contavious Cal- Caldwell-Pope, for that matter, are both considered questionable for tonight's game and whether or not they can play both of those guys. I don't think the Lakers can win this game without both of those guys. Obviously, Anthony Davis is more important, but Contavious Caldwell-Pope is probably the player that Phoenix cares the most about in terms of not wanting to see him get going from the outside basically everybody else on the Lakers roster Phoenix is willing to ignore. So they need both those guys. You need KCP healthy and and able to chase Devin Booker around there and then also hit maybe one or two, please, for the love of goodness. Uh, one or two threes maybe later tonight. But yes, the, the Anthony Davis and his groin, he tried to warm up obviously before last game and was seen kind of wincing anytime he was trying to move laterally. And and then in this one, it's going to be really interesting to see. It's probably going to come right up to game time, whether or not he's going to be able to go. And if he's able to go, the Lakers are probably going to rely on him to be the typical Anthony Davis, which is a question unto itself, whether or not Anthony Davis is going to be able to play the five and be all over the court and and attack the rim and all those things like they need the best Anthony Davis that they can get and those groin injuries are really kind of difficult to play through if he's even able to go in the first place so fingers crossed pray to whoever it is that you pray to eat whatever superstitious food that you normally eat wear your superstitious boxers wear your superstitious jersey whatever it is that you need to do Get yourself ready, and 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 hopefully he's able to go and extend this series. I probably should have made a a rear a re-airing piece of audio for this, uh, but if Anthony Davis isn't able to go, I do think the Lakers should start Marcus Saul because they need to get LeBron as much space as he can possibly have to attack the basket. And, and in this one, LeBron can't do the whole, well, let's get everybody else going, and then I'll, I'll attack whenever I'm able to attack. I think LeBron, if he's able to, because I, I still have questions about his, his physical well-being right now, 
But if LeBron is able to, I think he needs to start right from the get-go, attacking the basket, getting there, scoring, getting to the free throw line. He needs to put pressure and and be the engine, be the rudder, be the sail, whatever it is. If if you want to do the the car analogy, he needs to be the engine, the transmission, the the every if if you drive a Tesla and 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 uh, so he would have to be the battery there. He just he needs to. We need to see one of those classic LeBron, holy crap, he's still LeBron type games. And once again, if they don't have 100% KCP, if they don't have 100% Anthony Davis, and then if LeBron isn't able to do that, the, the Lakers season is over. And look, I we're I'm, in a second, I'm going to try to contextualize what that is going to mean, but that's the situation that the Lakers find themselves in, and LeBron James personally finds him in, himself in heading into this game. So what does it mean if the Lakers win? Well, obviously, they go to Phoenix for a Game 7, and I think would go there with a little bit of momentum. I think Phoenix, coming off of that that absolute humiliation that they, that they served up the Lakers in Game 5, all the momentum is on their side, all the belief is probably on their side, and, and if the Lakers, however, can start creeping in with a little bit of doubt... And now you have a super young Phoenix team going up against LeBron in a Game 7. Even at home, that starts to introduce a little bit of doubt in ways that they haven't seen really since midway through Game 3. When when everything, you know, Anthony Davis gets hurt, KCP gets hurt, and Dennis Schroeder uh, turned his ankle. But if, if the Lakers are able to win this one, which I... You have to hope they can. But if the Lakers are able to win this one, I actually feel pretty good about them winning this series. Obviously, if they lose this one, that means a lot of questions in a very short order for for an organization that just a few months ago was riding high and felt like they were at the beginning of a dynasty. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle this. And, And by the way, Game 6 is going to, I think, introduce... A little bit of insight into how this offseason might go for the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, so heading into this one, and basically since the Lakers acquired even Dennis Schroeder, it's funny, every time that promises are are discussed, it's always regarding Andre Drummond, right? The, the notion that the Lakers were able to land Andre Drummond because they promised the starting spot, which... By the way, there was a cryptic tweet that Andre Drummond fired off, basically saying, "Control what you can, can you can control." Uh, I'm wondering if that might potentially be linked to the Lakers changing up their starting lineup now that their seasons depend on it. So, just something to kind of monitor a little bit of extra context there. But it's funny with with promises in this in this team and with this organization, the promises are. With Anthony Davis, we promise we aren't going to force you to play center. Or, or with uh, LeBron James, we promise we're going to have at least six or seven clutch guys on the team. Uh, with Dennis Schroeder, when they acquired him, we promise you're going to start. And now with, with Andre Drummond, obviously, we promise you're going to start and, and get starters minutes. And all year long, I have been kind of banging the drum of when the chips are down, are the Lakers going to ditch those promises in order to keep their season alive? 
And obviously, you can't ditch the promise to LeBron because you can't just start cutting guys from the roster right now. But can you ditch a promise to Anthony Davis in, in regards to how much time he spends at center? Can you ditch a promise to Dennis Schroeder in regards to his spot in the starting lineup? Uh, can you can you ditch a promise to, to Andre Drummond along those same lines? Because last year in the postseason, uh, when when the Lakers had an opportunity to close out the final series, they went to Alex Caruso. They started Anthony Davis at the five, and they absolutely mollywopped the Miami Heat. And and while that was a very different Anthony Davis, and while it's probably even a very different Alex Caruso, this is a team that I think right from the get go on this one need to 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 you know show that that championship that that championship mentality that that champion's heart where no we're going to throw our very best at you and we are going to go down I think LeBron's line today which was a banger uh, was was we are going to go down firing every bullet in the gun and then throw that gun too the the Lakers are going to have to do that and what that might look like might ruffle a few feathers here with some guys on the on the roster and with some guys on the roster by the way that the Lakers have reportedly had serious interest in long term Dennis Schroeder they they offered him the four year eighty eighty four million dollar contract uh, Andre Drummond there was a report that they see him as a multi year type uh, fit organizationally. They can't quite see Montrez Harrell in that same way because they I, I think he might command a little bit more money on the on the open market. But with a lot of these guys, the Lakers uh, are, are are with with those two guys especially, the Lakers are trying to and, and by extension with Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond has been somebody that they have that they brought over and and played alongside Anthony Davis in part to pacify Anthony Davis. Like Marcus Gasol has always been the better fit statistically that is backed up as well, but for whatever reason, the Lakers have been sticking with Andre Drummond and and tying his minutes next to Anthony Davis. Those guys go way back and and I think it's a little childish, but that's how they that's how they have been used all year. And so here with their backs up against the wall with their season on the line, the Lakers have to play their best players and play their best combinations and 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 promises be damned. Whether or not they do that though is going to give us some insight into look, this maybe maybe the season was never going to go according to plan because of the injuries and because of the short turnaround. And let's try to just run it back next year when everybody's able to get healthy. Or if they're willing to ruffle those feathers and those guys hold it against the Lakers, what does that offseason start to look like next year? All right, really quickly before we get out of here, uh, there was the report that Jason Kidd will reportedly, uh, reportedly be considered for the now vacant Celtics head coaching gig. Look, we all need a Jason Kidd's agent in our lives. That dude or that person is is working their tails off no matter what coaching vacancy arises in the NBA. Jason Kidd is always tied to it. Shouts to that agent for 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 doing their job to the best of their abilities uh and and best of luck Jason if you actually get that gig. All right, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a great rest of your day. 
Let's all get together. And again, rub the lucky rabbit's foot. Eat your lucky meal. Hug whoever that you need to hug. Donate to charity to, to improve our karma across the fan base. Whatever the case might be, let's all get through these next you know, 24 hours together and hopefully watch the Lakers extend their season and, and, and maybe even better win this thing outright heading back to Phoenix. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Make somebody else's, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.